Oh. Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, the FA Cup semi-finals are going down this weekend. So we're back. We are back. This is an FA Cup special. Um, four massive teams left in the FA Cup. The first semi-final, we'll see Manchester City play Arsenal. And the second semi-final, we'll see Manchester United play Chelsea. Basmo, which game will have more goals or not? Uh, good question. I'd say Arsenal versus Man City will have more goals. That game's on. Right, well, Saturday. that's the one you picked. We'll get into that one first. Basmo, what time is that kicking off? Okay, the first semi-final is on Saturday. Arsenal versus Man City. It's on at 7.45. So it's a, it's a nice evening game to chill out and watch. Um, Put your slippers on. <laughs> with your slippers on and your hot whiskey. But mm. uh, it's been a while since an FA Cup has had like four top teams mm. in the final. Uh, semi-finals. Yeah, also, I feel like the FA Cup this year almost is more coveted just because Liverpool went on and like dominated the Premier League so much that like that trophy was over. So, therefore, teams almost uh, shifted focus and they were like, right, let's try and win the FA Cup. Let's try and, uh, you know, win their European games. And I feel like the FA Cup, it means a lot more to the teams this year, which is great for us as fans to watch, to be honest. Um. And the funny thing is, is the first game we have Arsenal versus City. Arsenal have won the FA Cup more than any other team in FA Cup history. I think they have 13 FA Cups. And then Man City are the current holders of the FA Cup. So it's a bit of an interesting clash, especially where the two teams are at the moment. You know, Arteta seems to have um, Arsenal you know, on a bit of a resurgence. Uh, obviously, they were terrible when that coming out of lockdown. But they seem to have found their, uh, their playing boots. Man City, on the other hand, I mean, they're probably gearing everything up towards the Champions League final. They've won the domestic cup, the FA Cup, and the League Cup so many times over the last five yeah. or six years that, like, it's probably less of a big deal for them to win the FA Cup again. I still have to favour Man City. Uh, it's since 2017, Arsenal haven't been within one goal of Man City. I think over the last six games, Man City have beaten Arsenal 3 0 four times. <laughs> they, they just seem to have their number. Um, yeah. Let's be honest, that Man City squad with the new five subs rule is probably the most dangerous squad in all of England at the moment. They're pure class from top to bottom. You can sort of say maybe they have a problem with one of their centre halves, but Laporte is almost like Van Dyke. When he's in the side, you know what I mean? They look very, very dangerous. They really, really do. They're more solid at the back and it gives them that, you know, football on the front foot. Um, Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden have been incredible. Um, and then, you know, Sterling scored that hat-trick after people were doubting him again. And he has been at the races this season. And I think he's up to, what, 17 Premier League goals now. So, they're definitely, definitely in for a tough season uh, with Arsenal. What do you think? As you said, but then if you look at it from the Arsenal point of view, they have to beat in Liverpool. Now, if that game was played 10 times, I think, and it was, if Liverpool, if Liverpool oh, sorry, if Liverpool needed that game to win, to win the league or to win the FA Cup semi-final, I think Liverpool would have won it. But uh, from watching the game, the way Arteta put out that side, it does look better than what I've seen previously. Now, I don't know if he's going to be changing the tactics. Like, I mean, Torreira being back in the team, uh, the way Saka's playing up front with uh, Aubameyang, but like they're sort of having three up front. It's um, 
is that, do you think that's the way they're going to be playing from here on out? Because like against Man City, if you go attack for attack, you're you're going to more than likely let in at least three goals. I just more look at Arsenal's defense and go, they won't be able to stop Man City's team scoring <laughs> the goals. You know what I mean? Like and that's just it. Like it's who was it? Socrates, uh, Rob Holding, and David Luiz. You know what I mean? When you're talking about that versus Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Mares, Gabriel Jesus. I mean, like, it just doesn't look good for the Arsenal team whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> look, they do have some um, attacking power themselves. Saka has been great since lockdown. Lacazette has found his form in the last two or three games. Aubameyang can be dangerous any time. But we've yeah. also seen those players be absolutely isolated up there by themselves and not be able to put any impact on the game. When's the last time you ever seen Man City basically do nothing for 90 minutes? I mean, even when they played Southampton, they lost one nil to Southampton. You know what I mean? They were all over Southampton. They just couldn't yeah. get the ball in the back of the net, which is a rare occurrence for Man City. Yeah. Also, Man City's league is finished, so they don't have to like solely concentrate on the next couple of games that they have mm-hmm. coming up. So, therefore, they're like, right, may as well put out our strongest team. Also, Pep Guardiola is going to be on the sideline not wanting to be like, to lose to his apprentice. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, Guardiola sort of came out in the press, and I don't know whether he's put unnecessary extra pressure on himself or what it is, but he's basically said that the Man City board aren't happy with him because they finished so many points behind Liverpool. And I can sort of understand that, but also it doesn't actually matter how many points you finish behind, really. If yeah. you're second, you're second, you're first, you're first. No one ever goes, uh, you're second by 20 points, though. It doesn't actually matter. If you're not first, it doesn't actually matter. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> I was going to say that, but then you get relegated, so that is a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that also came up during the news for Arsenal this week was uh, Claude from Arsenal Fan TV. He actually has like, been kicked off Arsenal Fan TV now for uh, making racist comments against Son. Uh, yeah. What did you make of that? And do you think he should have been fully removed from Arsenal Fan TV? I didn't think we were going to get into racism, but... Uh... Seeming as he brought it up, um, it just went that way. We may as well look at it. Yeah, um, I was watching the live stream of Arsenal against Spurs. Obviously, two they hate each other the most in the Premier League. I know Arsenal hate United as well, but they hate Spurs that bit more. Um, I, th- I think that, I think they just take take more exception about losing to Spurs. If United beat them, I think they're a bit like fuck, my United are good. But yeah. when they lose Spurs, they're like we are actually better than them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. Well, ha- for people that don't know, uh, Claude's on AFTV. And, uh, well, he's white. And then, uh, well, it, up in North London, a lot of Asian people sell DVDs. So a racist term used for Asian people there are used the term DVDs. Now, Claude was on a live stream, so you get to know exactly what minute everything was going on, minute and second, because it's a live stream. And uh, as Son, the South Korean footballer from Spurs, was coming off the pitch, Son goes, oh, they're, the DVD's going off, something like that, right? But um, he made an apology after, but just, like, he was saying that he, he used that term because this season Spurs are doing a DVD. <laughs> Lucky enough for Claude. But maybe that was like, in the back of his mind when he said that. But like, a lot of people know, like, a lot of older people would have been brought up in a different generation and they, they, they'd use mm-hmm. uh, uh, racial slurs a lot. Look at Ron Atkinson. He's done it numerous times, former Manchester United manager. Um, that's a bit of manager as well. But he did it numerous times. Um, was it was it was he the one with uh, Marcel Desailly? 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Grand. Yeah. But he also did it like when he was in Big Brother as well. It was just something that's ingrained in people, and I don't think mm. you can get it out. I think the younger generations are going to be the people that eventually do kick racism out of mm. uh, not only football but out of everything. Yeah. But I'm Although I do, I do feel a lot of their that that generation. They're actually maybe not racist, but they use racial terms, if that I makes know. sense. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing, but you're almost excusing it. Oh, no, I'm definitely not excusing it. I'm just saying no, that. No, 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 you, no, not you're excusing it. Yeah. But, like, that's almost an excuse. Oh, no, yeah, well, I, I know, but until they get educated on what terms that they should use, instead of, instead of saying this, you should say that. You know what I mean? And but can I think, you teach an old dog new tricks? I know you. Can, I know you're meant to say yes, but is, do, you, do you actually believe that's Claude, who's let's say sixty, I'd say. Well, like I, I think, and he's in a room. It's not. It's not exactly the same, but like I think, like a lot of people learned a lot from the gay community when like gay marriage was legalized here, and then a lot of people were were would have been a bit like, let's say, not knowledgeable about it, and then they're like, oh, that's grand. You know what I mean? And they actually did learn from it. And I think with the racism movement, I think the only problem with that is that, look, we advocate that like everyone should be treated the same. Now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal are playing uh, City and like Raheem Sterling's one of like, the biggest advocate for Black Lives Matters. You know what I mean? And I just think that people are too afraid that like if they're unsure what to say and they go, is it okay to say that? They'll be attacked. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. feel like there's this sort of cancel culture going on at the moment and be like right you're being erased from the world now and that's it you know what yeah, I mean but so Ka- I feel yeah, like yeah but Kevin, also Robbie the, the head of Arsenal Fan TV for people that don't know uh, he did a, like a massive documentary that, that went like pretty viral there during mm. lockdown I know we're still technically in lockdown but uh, all about race uh, how people like black people like mm. fans were spat at it, like, and they'd be dripping with spit mm. coming off them and matches which is fucking crazy when you think yeah. about it also actually like, disgusting Oh no, man! He was there with his child. I can't imagine how bad. Like, I mean, imagine how, yeah. I can't imagine how bad that be. Like, obviously, you probably could probably generate it a tiny bit more because you have a kid. You'd probably be able to be like, mm. oh, how embarrassing that would be for both your, you and your son. But uh, and then even uh, like the, the Chelsea footballer, I forget his name now, but he was the first black player to play for Chelsea. He was there getting booed by his own fans. Then Emil Heskey getting uh, racially abused playing for England. That just came out the other day. Uh, Didzy, uh, David McGoldrick there. Wilfred Zaha Wilfred Zaha uh, Ian Wright um, In fairness like, uh, people, people who go on and do this all fake accounts and stuff like that is absolutely disgraceful you know yeah, well, I, mean? okay, I 100% agree but then to actually do it in real life as well is a whole other mm. thing you know what I mean oh yeah absolutely like, like, it, do, do you remember the Luke it's just, 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 just like the lack of class you have to like actually like think that way and think it's okay that you do that out in public you know what I mean I know you see the thing is it's like it's it's not easy for me to understand because those thoughts don't go through my head also mm. like people that have you see I don't like associate one like racism is just uh, like I mean remember United United had Lukaku and then it was mm. like the chant was like he has like a I don't know. It was something like I think it's the the Belgian genius with the twenty four inch penis. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. And like yeah. everyone thought it was brilliant, but then people were like, "No, that's 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 like a against like that's racist." And everyone's just like, "Here, look, we were just saying, yeah, the massive dong." Like, <laughs> 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 I don't know, but uh, we sound corrected. 
he has a micro yoke. Lukaku <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't like the chance because he didn't have a 24-inch penis. It was 25 inches. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but then, see, then the weird thing was on the same live stream, Troops, who was also on the Arsenal fan TV, said Harry Kane wouldn't get booked because he's white or because he's the captain of England and he's white. So, like, so it's so like... And, like, I don't want either lad kicked off anything, like, and I don't want either mm. lad getting, like, hate because... Even the way, even the way, uh, Barry Moore says, hate, don't hate, educate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just, uh, because you sort of like pity these people that do, you know, mm. you, like, I know it infuriates other people, but it's sort of like this person thinks they have to go this low. And look at that 12 year old who's after getting done. Mm. Or, that, that's the ultimate where I'm like, I don't know if you should arrest a 12 year old because he said something racist. I'm not trying to defend that, you, like, you should, should or shouldn't say something racist, but like, he's sort of 12, you have to go, he doesn't know any better and he should be made like, go do some sort of like, counselling or go do some sort of course like, on like, the history of racism. But like, I'm almost like, arresting him is almost like, uh, in fairness, it means he'll never ever do it again, but I'm like, Jesus, like, to be arrested as a 12 year old is probably very traumatic. I think they're using that as a, just, as a, like, as a point to like, mm. any kid, you're in trouble. But um, I don't think that's going to stop people either. I like I actually don't know. Joe would be great, right? When they let fans back into stadiums and they, they mm. do social distancing, because then when like if you're sitting there by yourself with seats around you vacant, you're hardly going to be like mm. shouting racist stuff. Because mm. like people will be like, oh shit! But it's because you're more shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it's, that, it's that crowd mentality yeah, that like, like you're like. That's how riots start because, like, one person's like, I'll throw the first brick, and then everyone's like, We're all throwing bricks, <laughs> yeah, because you, you know think you're gonna get away with it. These people should yeah. be named, named and shamed. Like, also, they were just calling it their um BT Sport with Rio Ferdinand, they're just talking about it there. These people, like, you and Will Fazaha as well, I saw on his uh social media, was saying that you should have to put your ID, address, name, password, or, like, you know, what I mean? all, all your like documents on. on to the social media platforms in order to actually have mm. one up and running to be a- eligible to even sort of message people. Yeah, Maybe. but I also think, uh, like, I also think the social media platforms also have to take some sort of form of accountability. They should be able to, they should sign some agreement or whatever. Okay, I agree to use Instagram. And then if someone says you've made a racist mark against them, like even in their DMs or whatever, Instagram should be able to go back and look at your DMs and be like, right, he used racial term in there. That's been reported to the guards or the police or whoever, wherever you are in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but... I, I do and think then, the social media platforms have to take some, you know, acceptance over how their platforms being used. Why do you think they're not doing that, though? Because they're obviously not. And, like, look well, at all I think there's a big out. thing about... I think there's a big thing about uh, protecting people's privacy rights and then people saying, yeah, but if they can look at your messages for uh, racism, they'll be looking at your messages and, like, next thing you know... Like some fellow would be sending a picture of, of his yoke to his missus, and then like that will go viral. You know what's called people be like hacking into Will Smith's DMs and seeing who's like asked about his wife. You know what I mean? So like that sort of carry on. People will people always like think there's a conspiracy around everything. You know what I mean? And if you like let Instagram see your DMs, which they probably can see anyway, they probably like no. I'm not using Instagram anymore. That's like an invasion of my privacy. I don't know. 
But I think that's all. I think twelve-year-olds shouldn't even have social media. No, I think there there needs to be like a fourteen to or fifteen like age bracket on it, and like that's it. And a lot of people on social media like will fucking try and say something so mm. bad to you. Unfortunately, like we haven't got anything like that. Yeah. Probably will now after t- discussing this shit. Excuse me, I'm not shit, but you know what I mean. But uh, mm. they, they'll try and say something to they'll, like uh, like get you so much that you reply mm. so, to hopefully get some notoriety off you and maybe mm. get some followers and stuff because people will yeah. sell their souls to to get it like. Like, look at people doing all TikToks. Like, I hate fucking TikTok. Like, you, you, the, the people are just, like, so hungry to do. Mm. Like, I mean, what are you going to do? Hire that person to do a floss outside your fucking subway? Like, it, it, doesn't, make, <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. But, I mean... People uh, are, people are, what's called, marketers around the nation are like, hmm, which TikTokers could be getting to do dances outside our subway next? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going nowhere. Like, put them on a, put them on a podcast, put them on a radio stage, put them on, a, on an... Oh, I just like to say, fuck you. Claude for uh, absolute making our FA Cup special go on an absolute tangent about racism. If you just kept your mouth shut and weren't racist, we could actually just discuss football, which is what people are here for. So we're now going to move into the second semi-final. Oh, you never thought you thought he was going to win or what score? Man, and I think it's obvious. Man City are going to win 3 0. I'll go for 3 0 as well. Uh, it's in Wembley as well, by the way, both games, aren't they? Yeah. There you have it. Um, no, Man I'll, United, go I'll go four 0 to be different. You said, you said three nil. I'll go four nil. Yeah, Manchester City. But yeah, but, but finish off AFTV. Do you, do you like what they're doing? Uh, I like watching the live stream TVs, but like I more view them almost as a comedy act. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's good or bad, but like I like seeing. I, I, I won't watch their live stream, but I'll watch the match, and then when someone scores, I'll go back to the live stream, rewind two minutes, and then watch all <laughs> vowels. Yeah, but I, I do love the passion. You know, mm. like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the same as us, like, they're, yeah. they're football fans, and they're, it's just their emotions are getting broken. Because when you've had the highest highs, now you're down in the doldrums, it's a sad, sad day. And we know exactly what it feels like. Who's your favorite on AFTV? Robbie's obviously a lovely guy, but uh, the, the most viral videos are obviously uh, DTs after, yeah. Well, Troops up there as well. Troops is up there, I think, yeah, Troops is probably making a bit way a bit up more because he's uh. He, I think he's like, more in there with Robbie. I think him and Robbie are actually best mates. Well, they're making billions. Robbie's the one who's laughing the most, put it that way. But yeah. like, yeah, here, kick racism out of football and kick racism out of life because uh, yeah. how much longer can we... Like, like, yeah, but you know what? You're we're working now and early, right? Are we yeah. still going to be saying this shit in 10 years' time? And if it is, like, what the fuck? Like, you know? You know what's actually mad as well, though? Like, I can't believe that, like, he actually bothered to go to some, like, you should be actually concentrating on your own shit without being like trying to actually hate on other people and hate on someone for something that they can't actually even control. You know what I mean? That's like fuck you, Baz, because you're Irish. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I didn't have actually a choice in that matter, but like, thanks. I know. I know. If you are new to the show, make sure to subscribe and let us know what you think as well. And uh, we'll move on to Sunday's game. Sunday, Manchester United taking on Chelsea at six o'clock. This is the second semi-final. If you didn't already know. I think uh, this is the juicier one, isn't it? Just this, because, like, these two are both fighting for third spot in the league. These two, the last time uh, Chelsea beat Man United was actually in the FA Cup final in 2018. And also, uh, at the moment, United are going into this game almost sort of favourites because they've beaten Chelsea uh, in the last three meetings. So, yeah. like, this would be, if United beat Chelsea in this game, this would be the fourth time they've beaten Chelsea this season, which is insane. 
Lampard against Solskjaer. Both lads looking for their first title as well. Same as Arteta in the other yeah. game. Yeah, these are what's called. It's funny that all four managers playing like played quite a high level of football. I, I suppose if you go back about four or five years ago, like all the top managers like weren't that good at football. Yeah, Mourinho. like Mourinho, Wenger, um, Ferguson. You know what I mean? Like those guys like weren't like these footballing greats. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if I call Arteta footballing great, but like Pep, Solskjaer, Lampard, like all Champions League winners. Very true, man. Very true. Mm. Uh, man United, after winning last night against Crystal Palace, wasn't the most convincing win, but a win's a win. Uh, Chelsea also beat Norwich 1-0. Norwich 1-0. Not yeah. also a convincing win, but as you say, a win is a win. Both lads, both teams are literally chugging over the finish line. <laughs> they're, yeah. like, they're like, what? okay, right. Both teams are competing for the top four. Uh, Chelsea also have to play Liverpool. And then they also had to play Wolves. So they had to play Liverpool away, Wolves at home in the last mm. day of the season. Uh, and United obviously have to play West Ham and then they have to play Leicester. Ross, both teams, Chelsea are also in the Champions League, United are in the Europa League. Looking at this game, are they like, right, we shouldn't start our best team? Because at the end of the day, top four is way more important than the FA Cup. Um, I think... Chelsea definitely have to start their best team. They're in the driver's seat for that top four at the moment. They're one point ahead of Leicester and Man United. Uh, on top of that, they're basically knocked out of the Champions League. They're 3-0 down to Bayern Munich, so they can almost forget about the Champions League. Uh, Frank Lampard, to really be like, right, great season, and to probably increase his budget for next uh, season in the transfer window, probably needs to bring home a trophy. If he does bring home a trophy, He'll be hailed as an absolute hero. And no matter what he does for the rest of his management career, they'll go, look, he came in on very little experience. He won his trophy in the first year. Got his Champions League football. No transfer. Frank Lampard. Yeah, no transfer. Lost Hazard. I mean, he's done a, he's done a fantastic yeah. job there. He really, yeah, really has. Definitely, yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. And look, Chelsea are looking to build next year. They already have two transfers in the door. Um, I think they're going to go for this as much as... Man United are going to go for it. I think Man United are also going to go for it. Look, you're only yeah. two wins. Yeah, they're only two wins away from a trophy. You know what I mean? You can't not go for it at this stage. Um, well, know, what happens, it, what happens if, either te- if either team loses a player? I know you can't really be looking at that, but I don't, I don't think both teams are going to start at full starters 11. Full, they're full starters. I, I, I really do think they are. I think Man United need to you know start filling those trophy cabinets with some silverware there's a bit of dust on some of those uh trophy cabinets you know what i mean if you if you know you go two seasons without trophies people start to question them you know what i mean and i think with the current team we have at the moment a trophy would almost boost them they do play even better you know what i mean if they had a final look forward to that would actually boost morale and it would get players playing better i suppose it, if you play a sort of half-assed team you know just say you know you start Fred and McTominay and they don't play Pogba and then you know they lose Pogba like if they played me we would have won you know what I mean and he'll be pissed off then then you well, know what I mean Pogba had a poor game last night yeah but uh, he, he knows he can be a difference maker when he needs to be also like I do I do understand what you mean about like the players they do look a bit leggy they do look a bit tired and, t- and what happens if it goes to extra time Ross well that's that's why you have the five subs you know what I mean 
so that's when you maybe you do bring on you know your your Fred McTominay, Egalo, you know what I mean Dan James. That's when these players need to come on and you know almost show why they should be getting into the team instead of the others. You know what I mean they, it adds the competition vibe to it as well when these players come on. They have to show a performance. I get what you're talking about, but uh, I don't really agree. I think Chelsea will start a stronger team than United. And then, as we saw in yesterday's game, when Maddich came on, United sort of controlled the game then. Mm. So I think United will actually bring on the players that United fans know, like, prefer to start. Then, but do you not think Chelsea just played the same team, team all the time? And he's probably just not going to change it. No, I think we'll run out of steam by then. I, like, yeah, you have to be focused on the league, man. I don't, I don't want an FA, as a United fan, obviously, I don't want an FA Cup and to come fifth. Like that, that, whereas I'd rather come fourth than no FA Cup. Because the Europa League is a gamble. Um, if this, you see, what happens is once the United sort of, if they make the full five subs, whatever five players they take off, the next five aren't as good. And then if we start going into extra time, as we've seen, the United team just goes more and more and more defensive, and then we get a Emmy mm. Martin situation when he scored in the last minute against United. I think we're I think we're going to start off with a sort of mixed bag, and then uh, have these lads on the bench to come on and make a difference. I think Martial, maybe a Gallo will start. But don't think Martial has a good goal scoring record against Chelsea, and that better chance he'll start. He does. I'm just worried. That the, I I feel like this one will go to extra time, if not penalties. We could definitely see it going to extra time. Yeah, but that's the thing. If we have um, too many players leggy after that, West Ham, if West, West Ham are playing Watford tonight, if they, like if they lose, they'll be even more for it. And, you know, it'll be leggier. And then the last day of the season against Leicester could be everything and they have nothing left. That's what I'm nervous about, man. And I, don't I know, but I, I, I think Solskjaer is someone who's won the treble and he'll want to win trophies. And oh, but they'll, they'll want to win it. But like, you, you have to look... value trophies over everything. Yeah, but you have to look in the mirror. What's more important? Sancho's mm. not going to Sancho's not going to be there going going to United because they got the FA Cup. He's going to be like I'm going to Chelsea because they won. They they're in the Champions League. Obviously, he's not going to go yeah. to Chelsea, but you know what I mean. No, I, I totally agree. There is definitely that premise of whoever's in Champions League football can do it. But I think they, if you know, if you finish fifth, they still are in the Europa League and they can still win that. You know what I mean? So it's not the end of the world. Now, obviously, winning the Europa League at the moment is definitely much harder than finishing fourth in the league you know what I mean they basically just have to get whatever six points out of the last two games win two games there that's all they have to do when they're playing West Ham especially if West Ham wins tonight then like they can almost afford to lose to <laughs> United um, not that West Ham will be like you know are that tall of a, a, an order to ask for with the golfing class but look I think it's going to be an all Manchester final as, as we said earlier you know, United have won three times against Chelsea this season. Chelsea, you can sort of say, are going to go into this game and be like, we can lose the fourth one. But Man United are going to be like, we have their number. We know how to beat them. Uh, I also find both teams, you know, all four teams have problems at centre-back that are left in the FA Cup. Not not all of them are solid. Um, I think that's where we will see maybe a change for United. Maybe Eric Boye comes in and starts alongside Harry Maguire, I think, from a physical standpoint, um, he's a lot better, especially if um, Chelsea start with Abraham or Giroud. They're a lot more of a physical threat uh, up front than, who was it last night, Ayew. So I would have went for that. 
And then I think it depends on who we're going to have a left back. You know, I'm sort of in the impression like Brandon Williams got a knock to the head. Like unless he has a concussion, he should be able to start. Uh, Luke Shaw has also played brilliant games against Chelsea as well. So I don't know how bad his ankle is, how, uh, how much he went over. I think we saw from last night, don't think Fosu Mensa is the answer. No. Um, no. <laughs> Ole actually gave him quite a bit of praise after the game. No, he was, I think he was we, solid, we, but, but he just kept going up and then passing it square and then running back. It was... Yeah, it was a, put it this way. You can see he's never played left back before. Yeah. Um, I don't be too harsh on him because like, he played totally out of position. If anything, I almost would have put like Wan-Bissaka left back and played him right back just to... Yeah. But I think because Zaha was on the left, it was, I was like, right. It was yeah, Zaha. it was like... It was like don't let him do that. Um, we just didn't have much of an outlet on the left. No. There's no left footers. But Brashford came good near the end. What's the prediction now? I think you know they're going to win 2-1. Um, I think Rashford and Marshall will get in the score sheet again. They seem to be every game getting on the score sheet. Uh, I think maybe Tommy Abraham might get in the score sheet for Chelsea. In 90 minutes? In 90 minutes. All right. <clears throat> if United start their <coughs> strongest team, also, Bruno Fernandes hasn't been as good recently as well. He needs to be more... They need to, like, focus getting him in the game. But uh, if you know start their strongest team, I think they'll win it in 90 minutes. But if they don't put out their strongest team, I can see it going to extra time. And then uh, I think Chelsea will have a stronger side and then Chelsea will win it. If, it, if that's what happens. So it's all going to come down yeah. to the team chief, you know. If, if you know the strongest team out, they'll win. If it's not, Chelsea, mm. Chelsea in extra time. So just ask you a question on Man United. People are like, and myself and myself included, are after like almost getting worried about United after the last two games, right? But like they won two 0 and they they drew against Southampton. Now I knew I know when we drew against Southampton, it was almost like the momentum of the game. Like you know I mean, we'd move into third if you want. But like if you look at Man United's results since we come back from lockdown, like they're absolutely exceptional. They're the best team in the Premier League since lockdown in terms of results. Or like one or two cage games, and like it's almost. As if within the squad and the fans, like that hint of doubt seeps back in. It's like, oh, we're going back to the old stuff. Yeah. Do you think that's actually true that we might go back to the old stuff? Or do you think that's just tiredness on the players' behalf? I think it's even. And also, even the way you said, like Bruno Fernandes, oh, he hasn't been good the last, as good the last two games. Like, he did get an assist against Southampton. Yeah, he wasn't that overly influential versus Crystal Palace. But, like, if he doesn't actually get another goal or assist for the rest of the season, his stats are still outrageous since he's come into the team. I know, but I even said Pogba wasn't great yesterday at all. I think Pogba mm. was worse. You see, what happened last year when United were going for fourths, they were still in it, and then everyone else was messing up, but we kept messing, messing up as well. And, and it's just like, would you just win? <laughs> and then, mm. then we didn't get top four. So it's sort of like flashbacks of last year. It's, it's, like, um, it's like Liverpool not winning the league last year, but then once they won the Champions League, they knew they could win the league. It's the belief. Once you break through that barrier... Mm-hmm. Then, then you're like, right, we've done this before, so we can, we can do it. So if you know I get over the line this year into the top four, they're like, right, we are definitely able, eligible to be in a top four team. Yeah, do you feel like we're allergic to the top four at the moment? Yeah, they're really, uh, they're, they're not rep- responding to them DMs. Like, but uh, it's, I win tomorrow. Like, I think, you know, I finished the game strongly against Palace, so they're like, right, that was just only a minor thing. Let's go on to the next one. Mm. So I, I don't I like, but like the thing is, I've I don't want to put my chips all in, being like we're perfect. We're perfect. Who do you think is the danger man for Chelsea in that game? Pulisic looks pretty good recently. I I, mm. I didn't really rate him. He was in the team obviously in the beginning of the season, dropped out. 
I think he's very creative on the left. But we have Wambasaka there, although Wambasaka hasn't been amazing. He's so he doesn't look great running with the ball, but like he'd rather like give you the ball to to them defend. He's like, let me tackle you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he must he must be improving even better when he's getting attacked with Greenwood, Marshall, Rashford. Like you know what I mean? Mm. And who do you think the danger man for you know it is? Anti Martial. Yeah, he, he is very, very good against them. For me, I think that our danger man is Bruno Fernandes. Just because I, I actually looked at the like his impact and his stats since he's joined United. United were winning 37.5% of Premier League games before Bruno was at the team. And now they're winning 66.7%. We're nearly winning twice as many games as we were before. Uh, and then Europa League, we've improved by 9%. And then just overall, United win 44.1% of games in all competitions, which sounds shite, to say the least. And now we're winning 70.6% of games. Yeah, quick like, question. The is fella Bruno, is, is unbelievable. Is Bruno Fernandes allowed to play in the Europa League? Because he played in the Europa League with uh, Lisbon. I'm actually not too... Yeah, I actually think he did. He played Europa League game for us. So, like, Against he must Black? be allowed. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I, heard, I heard some say this now. It could have been... Chris giving us an absolute spoof. But I heard, because you know the way you know we were trying to get him in the summer. Yeah. I heard like the January deal was always going to happen. And like as part of the January deal, Bruno wasn't allowed to play in the Europa I, League for Lisbon. I think that's true. I didn't want to ask you on camera to put you on the spot, but I was sort of like, I'm going to forget. I, I heard Sport Lisbon purposely didn't play him in the Europa League. So yeah. maybe that is true. So, Basmo, are you saying you know to go through then? Yeah. Yeah. It, if we start our strongest team, yeah. And it's an all-Manchester final. All-Manchester final, man. That's going to be outrageous. Uh, that f- the final will be on August the 1st. It's a Saturday. And, uh, uh, when's that in relation to Champions League and Europa League? The Europa League is then back on the 5th. So the, of August? Yeah. And when's the Champions League back? Champions League back on the 7th. Of August? Nice. Well, in fairness, um, Manny Noyle, Manny Noyle look, look can rest. Look at the stuff like I have written down. Like, it's Unbelievable. <laughs> just in down. fairness, Manny Noyle are 5-0 up against Lask in the Europa League, yeah. so like, they can like play a totally different team, the FA Cup final team. As and I said then, in the last show, Phil Jones is testimonial. Yeah, exactly. And then Man City play Real Madrid, so they need to put out a full-strength team straight away. Uh, but we know Pep Guardiola won't play a week inside. City don't have a week inside either. So, uh, yeah. look, all Manchester final... Uh, Solskjaer's done well against Scott so far, so it'll be interesting to see. But as we always say here, we're slightly biased towards Manchester United here over on Energize. Uh You won't catch us saying City are going to win over here. So, you know, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's first trophy, the FA Cup. And as always, oh no, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as, and always, as always, stay energized. Stay energized.